Just recording. All right, there it goes. So, the House of Representatives called off their Friday night dinner plans and drink probably drinking plans too to break into our houses and rob us blind. They passed the one point two billion billion or trillion pardon me, trillion with a T. Hell I've never been good with big numbers to be honest with you. Trillion infrastructure bill which has $555 in spending in it and an additional $645 in new spending that we don't know what it is. I guess that's one of Nancy Pelosi's we have to pass the bill so you can see what's in the bill things like they did with health care, member. That was another late, late night vote, although I think that was on a Saturday. You're being lied to and being told this is a bipartisan bill. It is not. I will go through some of what is in this bill and try to break it down for you. But there are secrets to be told that never do unfold. So you're going to have to watch. I tell you, never trust the government. Hey, this is Americana, the American way. I am Big John. Find me on Rumble, of course, at Americana, the American way. On Anchor.fm and many other podcast platforms. Americana, the American way. Twitter, I am at the real underscore Big John. And Parlor, the real Big John all one word. Let me fire up my stogie and get with it. Take a look at this. This is uh, the crux of the biscuit. The Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. They always give these things cute names, make you think it's something cute, something spatial. You're going to love it. 42 billion towards airports, waterways, and port infrastructure. 110 billion into roads and bridges. Uh, More than 45,000 bridges nationwide are rated in poor condition. Now there's a bridge in my area uh, and we've had some road improvement already. So I don't know if some people knew this was coming down the pike or if uh, we already had the money. Because I've been alive for 45 years and I've never seen 
the kind of repair and construction being done on these roadways and uh, bridge, bridge that I've seen lately. So something was up ahead of this. Either they already had the money, now they're just throwing money into the economy hoping to bail themselves out or something. But anyways, it says 45,000 bridges nationwide are rated in poor condition. I can believe that. And this, ain't, this isn't too bad. This is what they're telling us is in the bill, though. Bill focuses largely on public transit, $39 billion toward repairing and upgrading transit systems, making stations more elderly, more accessible, pardon me, to elderly and passengers with disabilities. That's already been covered in the Americans with Disabilities Act. That should have been done like in 1990. But they're still pumping money in it to it. $66 billion to bail out Amtrak. Uh, let's hope that that keeps their trains on the track because they have a tendency to fly off the rails over there at Amtrak. Um, and it says eliminate Amtrak's maintenance and backlog and to modernize the Northeast Corridor. The Northeast Corridor. Isn't that interesting? A lot of congressional members use the Northeast Corridor to travel to Washington. Making their own ride a little safer and better, evidently. The bill would put $7.5 billion into charging stations for electric vehicles and $7.5 billion for electric buses for uh, schools and uh, public transit, I would imagine. $65 billion in expanding rural broadband access uh, in the more rural areas. I actually lobbied for this part. Uh, I did. I, I wrote a letter to my senator and put... Uh, a letter in about five or six local newspapers where we don't have good broadband access. Um, but $65 billion to expand broadband internet access. The White House estimates 40 million Americans lack broadband access. Um, okay, hang on a second. So let me talk about this broadband. As you saw last year with the the pandemic and I'm sure they're planning many more a lot of students had to work or go to school from home uh, more Americans are working from home and to get broadband internet access to us in the rural areas has been something that's gone been going on for at least 10 or 20 years uh, there are some people that use a mini satellite dish to get their internet access uh, out in the boondocks, the, bo the country, the sticks, rural areas, as you may call it. And you know what happens to those in the winter when they get covered with snow or when it rains? Yeah, you don't have any internet access. Uh, the legislation will put 65 into rebuilding our electrical grid. That's already been going on. Uh, American Electric Power just put a bunch of money into the power grid in my area so that they can reroute electricity around uh, poles, lines that are down, and restore power to areas by pushing a button and sending this fancy schmancy equipment into action. But our, I guess now our government... See, a lot of the stuff they've been doing with the exception of rural broadband, I've been seeing work on roads and bridges and the electrical grid that I haven't seen done in years. And it started like this summer of 2021. So did, did they assume this money was gonna pass and they started the work or what? I, there's something going on here. Now, see, $55 billion 
to upgrade the water system. Get rid of those nice old lead pipes that cause brain damage. So I did some quick math of magician here on this 55 billion, the, the, the 55 hundred billion, 555 billion. See, this is coming from a guy whose bank account doesn't have a comma, and I don't even, I know this is fucked up. But I did the math. So if you get 42 billion plus 110 billion plus 39 billion plus 66 billion plus 7.5 plus 7.5 plus 65 plus 65 plus 55 comes up to 457 billion dollars. They're, they, the, the Congress and the news media said they passed 555 billion. There's 98 billion not accounted for in this report. Gee, I wonder who got the kickbacks and the backroom deals on that one. Huh. I know who's going to get screwed paying for it. Us. People are saying this will not add to the deficit. <laughs> we'll see about that. I don't know how you can spend this amount of money. And there's going to be there's another 645 billion dollars in the bill that they haven't told us what it is yet. <laughs> Um, this is not bipartisan, by the way, let me tell you. They're calling it a bipartisan act. It did pass the United States Senate 69 to 30, and then some changes were made, and there were some back and forth things. But the bipartisanship comes from that 69 to 30 vote in the Senate. The House was not bipartisan. So... Here's what went down. The core piece of Biden's signature domestic agenda includes massive investments in roads, bridges, waterways, among other hard infrastructure provisions. And thank goodness that Senator Joe Manchin and Senator, uh, I wrote her name down somewhere here, Kristen Cinnamon have fought hard to keep things to the basics. Some of the basic things here that are actually infrastructure. Uh, however, we have more to come in the coming days as in these huge spending bills that are going to bankrupt us and make us socialist. These are the 13 Republican turncoats, Benedict Arnolds, whatever you want to call them, that need to be primaried and put out of office. I don't know what they got for their shekels, but they were the ones bought off with their 33 pieces of silver. Uh, Representative Don Young of Alaska, I hope that he lobbied to get the natural gas and oil flowing from Alaska again to lower our damn gas prices, but I doubt it. Adam uh, Kinzinger of Illinois, he should go. Fred Upton of Michigan, of course we know you can't trust anybody from Michigan. Jason Smith of Mizzou, Missouri, he's got to go. Don Bacon, he needs to fry in a Nebraska primary next year with fried Don Bacon like bacon in a primary. Jeff Van Drew of New Jersey. I mean, maybe did he is he gonna find with his 33 shekels? Is he gonna find where Jimmy Hoffa's buried? Maybe I don't know. Uh, Andrew G. Uh, Garbano Gar. Garbino, good grief, Garbino, John Catco, 
Nicole Melitakis, Tom Reed, all of them are from New York. So Andrew Garbino, John Katko, Nicole Melitakis, Tom Reed of New York, they all need a primary and gone. Anthony Gonzalez of Ohio, by Anthony, we're primarying you. Uh, Brian Fitzpatrick of PA, see you later, Bri. Fitzpatrick, Fitzhume, Fitzgerald, Fitzhew, Fitzme, Fitzhim, Fitzher, one size fits all the Fitzes. Goodbye, Fitzpatrick, you need a primary. David McKinley of West Virginia, primary him. Get him out of there. Those are the 13 rhinos that were bought off with that extra $98 billion probably. Meanwhile, voting against the bill, six Democrats. Dear gosh, I never thought I'd say this, but props to the squad, the six most liberal members of the House of Representatives. I agree with nothing they stand for, but they stood by their guns. And they voted against this because it just wasn't liberal enough. Those are uh, Representative uh, Ayanna Presley of Taxachusetts, Rashida Tlaib of Mi there's Michigan again, uh, Ilhan Omar of Minnesota, Corey Bush of Mizzou. Jamal Bauman and Alexandria Ocasio-Watch-Cortez of New York. Um, Sandy from the Bronx. Sandy not from the Bronx. Uh, she got to go. Well, they're never going to go. These Democrats are in such strong Democrat districts, they ain't going nowhere. But at least they voted against this bill. So don't let the media lie to you when conservatives like me are having a shit fit. This was not bipartisan. 13 Republicans trading their souls for 33 shekels of silver is not bipartisan. Six Democrats jumping ship because it was not liberal enough for them is not bipartisanship. Let's look at what's coming down the pipe. Is it Pipe or Pike? Well, whatever it is. However the old saying goes, let's see what it what's next. Cause we got the big the big chunk the bigger chunk of the uh, Wreck America bill, the Destroy America Better bill is coming. Um let me finish off this Axios article. The House on Friday night also plans to take up a procedural vote necessary to open up the Build Back Better Act to passage as part of an agreement to get all Democrats on board with the infrastructure bill. How it happened. Nancy Pelosi spent the majority of the evening on the phone working all factions in her party before House moderates and progressives brokered a deal that led to the two votes. The deal moderate holdouts for the Build Back Better uh, Act, who demanded a CBO, Congressional Budget Office, score before committing to a vote on infrastructure, agreed to assign an assurance that they would vote in favor of its passage once the score is released, a lawmaker told Axios Hans Nichols. Biden got directly involved negotiating on Friday. E oh my, that, that had to have been interesting because you know he cannot function after 3 p.m. You've seen it. He's pooped his pants a couple of occasions here, folk. Alright, I would have loved to have heard those phone calls. Biden got involved uh, Friday evening, de delaying his 
a weekly weekend vacation to uh, his house in wherever the fuck he lives. Um, huddling with his policy and legislative teams, he made calls from the residents to House leadership, progressives and moderates, to find a solution per a White House official. Hours of meetings ensued, and history was the history. They're promoting this is the history-making bill. Yeah, history-making screw up. A lot of what I just read to you is justifiable. I'm not complaining about this. This 555 billion. That would have been great if that's where it ended. But that's not where the story ends. You've got one thing, $98 million or billion dollars missing from Hat Kitty. According to my math, which was in USA Today's article. <coughs> and then you've got another $645 billion in new spending that they haven't reported to the news yet. It's in the bill. It's public record. It has to be seen by the public, but we haven't seen it yet. Shady. My name is what? Slim Shady. Nancy Pelosi's drunk Shady. Uh, so this is all the stuff I just read to you. Did I, have, I threw that in my little astro. There may have, Did I miss... 73 billion in this edition. So this says, oh, okay, here's where the missing money comes in. Here we go. This is the missing 98 billion that USA conveniently didn't report, but Axios is. So 73 for the power grid, for the electrical grid and power structures. So, USA Today left out a few billion when it said that. Uh, 66 billion for rail services, 65 for broadband, 55 for water. Oh, here we go. Here's the, uh, the deal to the moderates, or the liberals. 21 billion in environmental remediation. Here we go. This is where my missing 98 billion is. 47 billion for flood and coastal resiliency as well as climate resiliency, including protections against fires. So, though protection against fires is obviously important, all California has to do is cut down dead trees. And clean its forest beds, which they made very difficult to do in a prior environmental bill that they turned out as it, it doesn't protect the environment because it causes the environment to catch on fire easier. Dummy, dumb it. California, I swear, I swear, one guy, when I was working at the courthouse, this guy, one time he came in and said, Yeah, I was just in California. It's the land of nuts and fruits. Get rid of all the fruits, you still got the nuts. Yay, California. Well, you're getting some billions in uh, environmental remediation. Uh, $39 billion to modernize transit, which is the largest federal investment in public transit in history, according to the White House. History-making bill. This is going to get out as a history-making foul-up, folks. They're going to compare this to FDR's New Deal and the uh, Conservation Corps. What was three? Conservation Corps. There's another C in there, though. Civilian Conservation Corps of the Great Depression, which this is not. Okay. Uh, $17 billion for port infrastructure, $11 billion in transportation safety programs. What's that, like buckle up your seatbelt or something? What? 
then we've got the 7.5 billion for electric vehicles, uh, EV charging 2.5 billion in zero emission buses, 2.5 million in low emission buses, and 2.5 billion for ferries. So they broke down that second uh, 7.5 that I described to you earlier. The bill will include language regarding the enforcement of unemployment insurance fraud. Uh, it will add $256 billion in projected deficits over the next 10 years, according to the Congressional Budget Office. Now, USA Today reported that this would not add to the deficit, the national debt. But I think that report is um, according to the White House itself and not the Congressional Budget Office. Um, and of course we know government programs go over budget all the time. The next big step in this is Biden's Build Back Better plan. That's the biggie. This is the one we have to stop because this is not infrastructure. This is not building America up. This is socialism so they can get more indoctrination into our schools and start indoctrinating our children younger. Provide the next half, the Build Back Better Act, subsidize children child care options for or options and a four-week family leave proposal. So those are a couple things that Manchin and Cinema Cinnamon Cinnabon Senators Kristen Cinnamon uh, are going. Eh, we don't know about this. Um, so universal preschool for all three and four-year-olds. The program would fund six be funded for six years under a four hundred billion dollar line item which includes money for extended child care benefits. 12-week paid, paid family and medical leave proposal was taken out last week as part of the negotiation to scale back the price of the original $3.5 trillion plan to $1.85 trillion, which is still insane amounts of money. However, after the uproar within the Democrat caucus and, ad and advocacy groups, the leadership reinstated paid family and medical leave in the legislation. Who's going to pay for it? The employer or the government? Because if employers have to pay for it, they're going to go broke. If the government has to pay for it, we're all going to go broke. So, Biden tells House, vote right now on infrastructure and social spending plans. Yeah, because they're about to get their aces handed to them next year in the midterms. The Virginia races showed us that. The governor of Virginia and the <clears throat> attorney general of Virginia changed hands. I think the, the legislature was either close or it might have changed hands too. Biden tells House to vote right now. This is, I'm reading from USA Today right now. So I'm, I'm asking every House member, every member of the House of Representatives to vote yes on these bills right now. Send me the infrastructure bill. <clears throat> send the infrastructure bill to my desk. Send the Build Back Better bill to the Senate. So he's trying to rush these through because he knows he's out. He has no political capital, 
Nancy Pelosi is a lame duck speaker of the house. But uh, I wanted to talk on this, tell you guys what's in this uh, infrastructure bill. We've got some money dangling out there. Uh, I'm going to put links to all these articles so you can read stuff for yourself and figure things out for yourself. Um, it's going to be interesting, though. So, very, very interesting. $645 billion that they didn't tell us about. The total vote was 228 to 206. The six members of the infamous squad voted against this, and 13 Republicans voted for it. So 13 turncoats that need to get primaried. And Arriva Dirtshade. That's where we're at, America. So, we'll see you next time on Americana, the American Way. I may be doing a dual podcast with my buddy tomorrow night. I'll see if I can record some of it for you. Until next time, God bless y'all. God bless America. Again. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconciled. Let earth receive. Alright, I'll stop singing. I can sing way better than that, but it's late 
on Saturday night, night, night. Had some good college feetball on today. And let's get this moving in the right direction here. Anything that didn't go good is uh, LSU did not upset Alabama. But they were close. <laughs> right up to the end, LSU was one score away from winning. So, uh, this is Americana on The American Way. The American Way. I'm Big John, your host. This is on Rumble. It's on all the podcast platforms, social media. You can find me on Parlor at the Real Big John, and on Twitter at the Real underscore Big John. So what's going on in the news? The, the shady, underhanded world. Alec Baldwin is peeling caps. Dr. Fauci funded puppy torturing. And Joe Biden's vaccine mandates have been halted by a plaintiff named Brandon. <laughs> I just thought those were some uh, some tidbits. The, the Alec Baldwin thing is still unfolding uh, under investigation. This could turn into a murder charge. Probably not. He's famous. He's a liberal. It's California. OJ can get away with murder. Why can't this guy? What? Proof be told about the fake Russian steel dossier that was the FBI's alleged uh, re uh, evidence that the FBI used to get these secret FISA warrants where they could uh, just out and out spy all over the Donald Trump campaign. So the New York Post is about the only place reporting this, but it's true. Inside the Clinton dossier and the con behind the Russia Gate scandal. There's a big picture of Hillary looking surprised. The nation argued for five years over the infamous Steele dossier, the document on which the FBI relied to investigate Donald Trump's 2016 campaign. It should have been called the Clinton dossier. Special, this is from the New York Times or New York Post article. Special counsel John Durham. Nice knowing you, John. You're about to get Clinton sided. You're about to commit Clinton side. John Durham this week obtained an indictment of Igor Dan Danchenko, a Russian who provided information for the dossier. Danchenko is charged with lying to the FBI, but the bigger story of the indictment is is Democrats' central role in every aspect of the dossier and FBI investigation. Oh, gee, you know that that Russian or that uh, that hacked DNC server that disappeared. Is somewhere in the Ukraine probably right now. Yeah. So never forget the original claim. According to the FBI, Democrats and the media, Trump harbored secret and nefarious ties with Russia. We knew that because, as Mother Jones explained in a 20. 16 article that became the reigning storyline. Christopher Steele was a credible source with a proven record of providing 
reliable, sensitive, and important information to the U.S. government. <clears throat> so this Christopher Steele is why this is called the Steele dossier. The Clintons paid for this dossier to be created. It's totally fictional. They then gave it to Crooked, John, Crooked Talk Express himself, John McCain, with his misshaped face and he then leaked it to the media but this Christopher Steele is the reason why it's called the Steele dossier so he was a reliable source to the US government Mother Jones wrote he had come across tr troubling evidence of Trump collusion and brought it to U.S. law enforcement. You know, how messed up, how crooked is our FBI when this is what they went on? This is the evidence they went on. A totally fictional dossier invented by this uh, Christopher, well, brought up by this Christopher Steele and invented by a Russian con artist. Um, it took a year for congressional investigators to reveal the dossier had in fact been commissioned by the opposition research firm Fusion GPS working for the Democrat Party and the Hillary Clinton campaign. It took two more years for the Justice Department Inspector General Michael Horowitz to expose that Steele had relied on a Russian source who said he was never expected he said he never expected Steele to present this info as facts since most of it was heresy. So this Igor fellow <laughs> made up a bunch of shit and fed it to this Steele, this Christopher Steele crony. And then crony made it, or uh, Steele made it into a dossier and gave it to our FBI. And they were conspiring against the Trump campaign. Guess now the secrets that are told that never do unfold have unfolded. Two more years on, Durham's investigation says this source, Denchenko, obtained material from a longtime Democrat operative who was active in the 2016 Clinton campaign. Clintonites here, Clintonites there, Trump scandal everywhere. The revelation should, shouldn't surprise us, given that Dechenko was never a high-level Russian in Moscow. From 2005 to 2010, he worked at the Washington-based Brookings Institution, a center-left think tank. Around the end of his employment, the indictment asserts he was introduced to PR Executive One, a Clinton crony who the New York Times confirmed is Charles Dolan. Dolan has been a long time, has been in Clinton circles, has been long has long been in Clinton circles. Sorry, it's the first time I'm reading this article. Having served seven years as head of the Democrat Governors Association and state chairman of Bill Clinton's 92 and 96 presidential campaigns. So there are Clinton operatives and cronies all over this fake Russia hoax. This is what our government does to people, folks. If you buck the system, if you're not one of them on the inside, 
you are target numero uno. Capiche? So more and more is coming out about Alec Baldwin and his this shooting. It was not a prop gun. It was a real gun with real bullets. And uh, I guess there was a lot of trouble on the set of this movie they were making. Uh, I guess the movie's name was Rust. And it says, uh, Yahoo News is reporting, Rust shooting, Alec Baldwin is hurting himself in unimaginable ways, says Crisis PR Exploit. Let's see what the exploit says. Baldwin is damaging his brand by continuing to defend himself in a highly irregular way that is painfully diluted and right out of the Donald Trump School of Media relations. Well, I've always said Alec Baldwin wants to be Donald Trump, but Donald Trump only said... Remember Donald Trump said I could shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and my supporters would still support me? Baldwin did it literally. This is a shame. You know, a poor woman's dead. Why did Alec Baldwin point point a gun at somebody? Knowing it was a real gun and it was supposed to have you know, fake bullets, or sometimes they're called blanks. Uh, they, In some articles, they're calling them dummy bullets. But you're never supposed to point a gun at somebody unless you intend to fire the gun. Prop gun, toy gun, pop gun, whatever. So, <clears throat> Schiffer would advise the actor to keep himself away from the media. Make sure you're doing whatever you can behind the scenes away from the camera to help the family of those you've hurt and let the investigation reveal what it will. Don't pull over on a busy highway and give an interview that comes across as a traveling circus-like antic during a time that requires maturity and remorse. So Baldwin, these paparazzi were following him, trying to get the scoop on the poop. And he just pulled his car over and started doing an impromptu interview with his life, Hilaria, by his side. Um, This is just crazy. Uh, This article really doesn't get into the facts of the case. It's more uh, about Baldwin and how he's... uh, having this breakdown over uh, killing someone and how he's trying to cover his ass. But uh, the fact of the matter is, you know, he pointed a loaded gun at somebody and they weren't filming a scene. This gun was not a prop gun. This was not, you know, um, a projectile in the barrel of the gun like what happened to Brandon Lee on the set of The Crow somehow uh, when they were firing off rounds <clears throat> a uh, the projectile part of the shell, the bullet went part way down the barrel and then when they put the blanks in that are supposed to uh, be like paper and gunpowder. The projectile was still in the bullet or in the barrel, and the uh, explosion of the gunpowder and paper from the blank bullet sent the projectile down the chamber and killed Brandon Lee. No, this is 100% a real bullet loaded into the gun either by Alec Baldwin or by uh, the gun handler on the set and was a lot real live round. Um, 
pretty pretty sad. Uh, we don't know why. The, the question the, that's begging to be a answered is why did he point the gun at the director or whatever she was and pull the trigger? Was he playing, or playing around, playing some kind of sick joke? Did he think that there was, you know, dummy bullets and he there was just going to go bang and a little flag was going to untwirl and say bang on it? No one's asking him, or if they have, it hasn't been reported, why he pointed a gun at somebody and pulled the trigger. Only the shadow knows, I suppose. We'll see. Well, that's just... It's just disgusting and it's just ignorance. I mean, he needs to be prosecuted. You know, it, when... Whenever there's one of these school shootings, mass shootings, they're always tragic. Don't, don't think I'm heartless as the Democrats and the media. But they always say, well, we got to do something. Something's got to be done. Well, here's a clear-cut case, and it's still under investigation. I don't know where the investigation is going to go, but this is a clear-cut case where a man shot somebody, and the person died, and it was, it was horrific. The woman laid there on the ground, paralyzed, screaming that she can't, couldn't move her legs, and then she died later. Um, we don't know why Alec Baldwin pointed the gun at her and pulled the trigger. That's the whole crux of the biscuit. So, we've had this vote now on the one point whatever trillion dollar spending package. This is a follow-up to that. Uh, the Daily Beast, which is a left-wing publication, is reporting Joe Manchin won and progressives folded like a cheap suit. After a long on-again, off-again, back-and-forth standoff over whether they would muster the votes to pass President Biden's non-bipartisan infrastructure bill, progressives finally folded like a cheap suit late Friday night and passed it in exchange for almost nothing. So Joe Manchin and the Republicans and... Uh, Kristen Cinnamon were able to get the infrastructure bill whittled down to mostly actual infrastructure. Uh, there's about $555 billion in infrastructure spending, and then there's another $645 billion in new spending that they haven't revealed to us yet, but it's coming out as the bill. Uh, finally makes makes its way to the public after it's been passed. You know what Nancy Pelosi likes to say? Well, we have to pass it so you can see what's in it. Fucking bitch. Uh, consider how progressive progressives' demands have shifted these last few months. They went from saying they would pass a bipartisan infrastructure bill only after the Senate passed a $3.5 trillion spending bill to, pa uh, bill to passing that in exchange for an agreement for a House bill on half-sized $7.5 trillion package. If the Congressional Budget Office agrees, it would 
pay for itself and knowing that there's little chance even if that happens that it will make it through the Senate intact. Progressives and Nancy Pelosi can dress this up however they like, but the trade House Democrats made was passing a mainstream popular bill that will become law. Well, God forbid they pass a mainstream infrastructure bill that is actually to help American infrastructure and create jobs for America, not a bunch of pork barrel projects, not a bunch of foreign aid to our enemies, not a bunch of liberal progressive climate change ridiculousness. Because that's what was in the bill until Manchin and some uh, one or two other common sense Democrats fought against it. Uh, the squad voted against this, those six uh, dummy crats, super liberal progressives. They stuck by their guns and did not vote for this bill. So uh, some progressives stuck by their guns. Um, <laughs> the, the Daily Beast is tearing apart the Democratic Party for caving in the progressive wing of the party uh, compared to the, so the AOC and the squad are the socialist wing. So the progressive wing is somewhere between the Joe Manchin, like sen sane Democrats, the progressives, and then the super left wing uh, socialists. So... The sprawling progressive bill that won't, at least not anytime soon, and certainly without major overhauls. The main obstacle to their cost, costly human infrastructure. Oh, now we have human infrastructure. Well, there's a new word for our, our vocabularies. The human infrastructure plan has always been Joe Manchin and his fellow moderates in the Senate, whom House moderates are in no way deputized to negotiate on behalf of. Although the decision for progressives to cave was unclear until late Friday, it had been foreshadowed on Monday with con the Congressional Progressive Caucus Chair Pramila Japala's statement saying, The President says we can get 51 votes for the bill. We're going to trust him. We're tired of continuing to wait for one or two people. Jaya Powell's comments were conducted in a forceful language with the message reeked of surrender. So Manchin and some common sense Democrats are getting flack from the socialist wing of the party, the socialist media cohorts uh, for not uh, supporting the progressive enough version of this ridiculously huge spending bill. And our economy is still getting worse. We still have tons and tons of our own oil and gas that are not being used and we're asking Russia and the Middle East for more and more oil. And our gas prices and Biden inflation are going up and up and up and up. So
Heaven help us through the next three years. That's all I can say. I think uh, things are moving towards a 25th Amendment. And Biden is soon going to be gone. Or he'll resign in another year or so. Uh, even though, you know, the, the state-controlled socialist, the state-controlled American media is claiming a victory for Biden in this infrastructure bill. It's really uh, been a victory for the country that, you know, the extreme measures uh, that the socialist Democrats wanted didn't get uh, passed through this bill. But nonetheless, we've got a mess on our hands. We've got supply chain shortages uh, for a lot of reasons, but, you know, the coronavirus uh, that China unleashed on the world is a big part of it. Um, things like, you know, your Thanksgiving meal are going to be more expensive uh, every day. The stores are selling out of turkeys as fast as they can restock them. Because they're not getting the big shipments that they used to. All because so many things were shut down last year. Because of this fake virus. So. And, and somebody brought something up. You know. there's There are these uh, Regeneron Monti monoclonal antibodies I'm talking about the virus for a minute that seem to work wonders uh, I guess that it's basically the blood from someone who's already had the COVID-19 and has, it has the antibodies in it and it's a very expensive treatment but it's saving lives it's it was the main reason why Joe Rogan recuperated quickly. Uh, Tim Pool, another YouTuber, he uh, got sick and was very sick for a few days. And he said he got the, the whole treatment, got the ivermectin, the Z-Pak, the monoclonal antibodies, uh, a vitamin drip cocktail... Uh, zinc, um, hydroxychloroquine, I think was in there. It's called the kitchen sink treatment, but it's very expensive. The government is paying for the Trump vaccine that does not work. 80% of people in Singapore have been vaccinated. 50% of the vaccinated have gotten sick. People in the United States that are vaccinated are getting sick left and right. People that have had the virus previously are not getting sick a second time. People in Israel, they had a, like 94% vaccination rate. They just had a huge surge in uh, COVID cases. And... The buried lead that the media is not reporting is that the Israeli study showed that people who had already had the coronavirus had a better immunity than the people that got vaccinated. That the natural immune response from someone that's already been sick is stronger than the Trump vaccine. But this is what Biden and Big Pharma are pushing. Now they're pushing the Pfizer pill on us. The pill has not been proven to, to work or be a cure or a treatment. But these monoclonal antibodies are proving to be tremendously effective along with uh, a other regiment of drugs. 
medications, treatments, whatever you want to call them. Why is the government so focused, so narrowly focused on things from these certain pharmaceutical companies like the vaccine and the Pfizer pill now? They're so laser focused on that. They're not taking off their blinders and looking for anything else. But, you know, we've got a, like I mentioned in the opening to this segment, a little midget that signed off on experiments that tortured dogs, signed off on the grants for it. Uh, He does not own up to anything that he has said in the past. You know, the big lie he told us when this started, oh, Americans don't need to be walking around in public with masks on. Then two months later, they're mandating us to wear masks. They're going to fine us. They're going to close stores if the store lets you come in without a mask on. And then in spring 2021, Fauci said, well, I had to lie to save the masks for the doctors and nurses. What? And you expect us to trust you now on this vaccine that has proven not to work? I'm throwing my own boy Trump under the bus, peeps. I keep saying the Trump vaccine doesn't work. I want people to know I'm a Trump supporter, but the vaccine he rushed into production isn't working. Natural vitamins and medications, treatments, therapeutics that are already on the market and are already very inexpensive are working. Hydroxychloroquine works when combined with the very expensive monoclonal antibodies, when combined with ivermectin, with a high vitamin C uh, drip and zinc, high doses of zinc and a Z-Pack, which is a commonly prescribed antibiotic. But all that stuff's affordable. None of that is government funded and paid for. And the, the pharmaceutical companies can't bilk you and the government out of it. Because whenever the government's paying for something, it's really me and you paying for it. It's our tax dollyollies, our bucks, our our greenbacks, our currency, our our pocketbooks, our wallets, whatever the hell you want to call it. We're paying for it. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Remember the true meaning of Christmas, like Linus said in the opening. God bless you all. Thank you very very much.